0: We are sponsored by Raise Energy. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com, Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout and you'll receive a generous discount. episode of Simulcast number 19 with producer Dylan Hodge and yours truly big shrimp. And hey, this is Simulcast and so is Aaron on both Big Shrimp Radio and Hodgepodge podcast. And this is number 19. I'm an odd motherfucker, so I'm the leader today. Producer Hodge is a, even a little square, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... He does the even ones. I do the other ones. We've had a hell of a night, folks. And with me, as usual, my producer, my friend of yours, producer Devin Hodge. What's going on, Hodge? Dude, it has been a very frustrating night. Couldn't get Zoom to work. Couldn't get nothing to work. Couldn't get the audio to work. So we're, we're, we're rolling on Skype for the first time in a very, very long time. So if this sounds like I don't crap, hope then, it works. <laughs> let's hope it works we don't have to re-record this thing I feel I feel like crap on top of this I, I guess I got some type of food poisoning so I didn't sleep good last night I was up all night long so you know, uh, tomorrow is just gonna be from tomorrow for me is just gonna be a chill day and uh, promote the podcast because a new episode goes up and just chill out so yeah I don't know where I got this food poisoning from or whatever but dude it is killer man It it, it is rough yeah I've had my share and I don't wish it on anybody. It was interesting. You were talking about food. And yeah, we just went through like 30 minutes of playing with uh, Zoom, trying to get it to work. And that got us both in an upset mood. But before that, Hodge was already in an upset mood. I was going to make a food joke about it because Hodge sends me a text that says, To be quite frank, my feelings are hurt. Then he goes, you ever heard of lasagna soup? <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're a stress eater for sure. But yeah, his feelings were no, <laughs> no. no wait. The reason I brought that up was the reason I brought that up was because I texted you that because we were supposed to start this at eight o'clock central, nine o'clock eastern. Right now, take away the the twenty five minutes we had going. It is now nine, almost ten o'clock. It is like yeah. a quarter till ten o'clock. Because we were waiting on you because you were fixing your hair. It took you an hour and 20 minutes to do everything. And I'm like, what is going on? I felt disrespected for a little bit. And most of it was kind of a joke a little bit. I'm just like, look, we got to be on time doing these things because, like, Zoom happened. We could have had that done figured out. but." And then I was on Facebook, and then I seen somebody say something about lasagna soup. And I said, ugh, I like lasagna. But I hate soup, and I'm not going to mash them together because who wants soupy lasagna? Well, I feel you there. I don't like soup at all. Uh, every, I mean, once, maybe every two years, I might eat a little bit of chicken noodle soup, but I do not like soup. You just crack your knuckles on the microphone. Interesting sound. But um, <laughs> I do love lasagna. <laughs> and um, yeah, I man, I, I'm sorry. It's my fault. Uh, we had Arranged to do this, and then I fell asleep earlier. You woke me up from a nap, dead tired. I, then we were talking about the movie White Chicks, and then I tried to do a quote. You didn't get the quote, despite it being one of your favorite movies, so I had to find a clip. Turns out I said the quote wrong. I said big F instead of BF. Any big fit? Exactly. And uh, then after that, I stumbled up. It took me a minute to get ready. I had to take a piss. I had to fix my hair. I was drooling in my sleep. I had to wipe out my beard. And, um, yeah, so I, it is my fault. And I apologize. There's no disrespect intended. I understand you feel that way. But if the audience doesn't want to hear about this, I think uh, this simulcast before last. This, this is the 10 questions you got for me. Uh, the summer class oh. before last, when I had the 10 questions for you, towards the end, we started talking about a fight we had had, and the uh, thing cut off, and we never got to finish telling the people about our argument. Uh, do you remember the details, or do I need to rehash it all? You, you're going to add it to your mind because I have no clue what this argument was about. All right. So uh, there's a couple of parts. Pod- First of all, Hodge and I, mostly me, send each other a lot of stuff. I usually me sending him stuff and say, hey, check this out. Check this out. And a lot of times I feel like he doesn't do it. It's irritating enough. But uh, there were two podcast clips. Actually, one was a clip. One was an episode. Well, what's an episode from a friend of mine in Nashville that does a wrestling podcast? He interviewed somebody. I thought, oh my God, the way this guy handles himself in real life, the way he talks, the way he um, protects the business, even though K Fabe is dead, he's going to be a superstar. I thought, Hodge just got to hear this. And then, but before that, I said, hey, Hodge, here's a clip from his other podcast. I know you don't like it, but just listen to this clip second ten minute clip, you say, okay, I'll get to it tomorrow. And then later the that evening I sent the full episode of the other podcast. So honestly, I'll probably just listen to this and not the other because I hate that podcast. And I was like, Well fuck you, motherfucker <laughs> And we went back and forth with the FUs because not really, it didn't get that dramatic that quickly, but I was irritated because first of all, that first podcast clip um, it was literally two dudes, it wasn't even the personalities that he disliked, it was literally two men sharing a couple of stories. One incident, one story, I was there, I was there, and I wanted to talk about it on a podcast. And, and he's like, I want to hear, I hate that podcast. And I'm like, dude, what's the difference does it make? because but wait a second uh, but wait a second you're missing you're missing a very big hole in this story you just sent them over to me and said listen okay we had this big argument so i took it over to facebook our group chat right took it over to our group chat and i was like look who, look 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 at this ridiculousness who is being stupid here of course everybody was on my side because they know how you can be sometimes and then what you failed to mention to me in the text message that you later said in the group chat was we were going to talk about it on a podcast it involves me that was nowhere in the text message if you would have said hey check this out i'm thinking about talking about it on a podcast or hey this mentions me then i would have definitely checked it out but sometimes you just send me so much stuff at once or during a day that it would take me literally four hours to go through it and just want to listen to everything and sometimes i just have to pick through what's interesting well fair enough but i didn't say that because i thought it'd be a cool surprise for you be like, oh my god but anyways um i don't like yeah. surprises again i don't understand it wasn't anything of i mean it could have been a clip from Joe Blow banging his mother while his dad watches. I mean, it was just two humans talking. It had none of the jingles they used, none of the main hosts. It was their guest and a third party talking. Nobody that's normally on that show. No betting, no underlying music. It was literally just two humans talking with dead air behind them, like you and I right now. So Which I'm, was not specified towards me. Anyway, so that was this big argument we had, and uh, I it here under there. I'm pretty sure nobody gives a shit, but we we blew it up and yeah, built it too. up. <laughs> we built it up. So there you go, folks. But anyway, so Hodge has uh, ten questions for me before we get to the ten questions. Uh, we normally share something going um, on in our lives. I know Hodge just talked about his food poisoning. He doesn't know where he got it. Um, I went back to Nashville a couple of days ago for one day only. But I well, actually I didn't get up. I stayed up all night the night before. I uh, left at 3 a.m. Got there about 8 that morning. 7.45, 8. Headed of my business. Um, went to an appointment I had to go to. Uh, went to Walmart. Hung out. Uh, the Walmart of 4040 Nolensville Pie, my favorite Walmart. Check this out, Hodge. Here in Johnson City, where I live now, about five mm-hmm. years ago or so, uh, they built a second Walmart here. And everybody was going nuts about, oh, my God, if we have two whole Walmarts here, that's nothing. Nashville, I swear to God, they probably got like 20 Walmarts. Sub Walmarts are Ballet Parking. One Walmart has an elevator and escalators. they got a bunch of Walmarts, mm. and that is just groceries. It's called a Neighborhood Market, and uh, it's wild. But be that as it may, uh, this is my favorite Walmart in the world, 4040 Nolensville. I uh, hung out there, then went to Jack in a Box pretty decent fast food place, not the best in the world, but they've got everything. I really want to go to White Castle, but I didn't get to White Castle, so I went to uh, Jack in the Box and then came home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other than that, nothing new is going on in my life right now. Uh, I did get some books, some classic wrestling books that talk about the business of professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. All way back to 1900, to the present. I sent Hodge pictures of what I got. He said, you all look boring It's crap. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling nerd historian. It's my passion. And that's what I was going to conclude with earlier, with our argument, our fight about the thing is, I feel like one major difference between you and I, and this is not a knock on you at all. It really isn't. I feel like you are more interested in the entertainment value of things than you are the look at you looking at me staring a hole through me than you are in the uh curricular scholastic side of it. Whereas me there are there are shows, podcasts that I don't enjoy listening to. I don't listen to very many of their episodes. I do listen to some. Because to me, it's more of an educational opportunity, an opportunity to learn. Uh, it's not just something to do for entertainment purposes. But uh-huh. I think there's a difference between you and I. do you agree or disagree? I would agree. Um, I don't really mine shortly here quickly my knowledge goes from maybe a five to to now maybe i don't go back any further than analysts. i have to yeah well i sent you a match from 1980 uh regarded it's one of the greatest matches of all time one of the greatest feuds of all time is uh larry zavisco versus bruno martino, and i sent you a match last night, and you didn't really shit mm-hmm. on it, you didn't hate on it. I don't think you loved it, but: uh, I didn't love it, but I, I, I liked it. I, I, I liked it, and I, I didn't, didn't love it, and I didn't hate it either. Yeah, yeah. so you know, that's fine. I mean, we all have our things. Um, my two things, my three things really are wrestling, politics and religion religion three very controversial subjects. Uh, Rest is not that controversial anymore. Was at one time, but. So what is what did you say? I guess I'm just a. Controversial guy, but. Anyways, I don't want to bore the people. Uh, Unless you have anything you want to share. Let's get to our 10 questions. Yeah, so so I guess I'll take over right now. Um, So if you're listening on audio. There may be a little slight um, audio difference because we're not using Zoom now. Uh, for this episode, I'm trying to get it fixed. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, there will be – I'm using my iPad now. I got frustrated at my computer, and I said screw it, so I started to use my iPad. Also, if you're listening on audio, this is a good chance to go check out the YouTube page because there's a minute and 45 seconds, and I'm going to leave in – for the video portion only of bloopers of me and big shrimp screwing up here for the first two minutes so on the podcast you're just going to hear straight going into the simulcast go over and check out the youtube and you're gonna see the 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 two minutes of bloopers and screw ups and let's start over and big shrimp calling this simulcast (laughs) 16 whatever you wanted to call it that's funny. That's <laughs> so, funny. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Funny. Yeah. You're going to hear a whole bunch of GDs and Fs, too. I apologize ahead of time if <laughs> anybody's offended. But, yeah, that's um, – what's your YouTube channel called? It's the Hodgepodge Podcast, and yours is Big Shrimp Radio. The same thing as the podcast and what the YouTubes are called. Yeah. There you go, folks. Uh, Raise yourselves. <laughs> But I think that's right. a cool little thing that uh, I was just sitting here thinking about we could do like something extra for YouTube for going over there because we, yeah. we don't really promote our YouTubes that much because for me, I've been doing it for maybe six or seven months putting videos up. It's just so new that I don't really popularize the YouTube as much as the, the podcast. But anyways, well, and to- anybody looking at mine, you're going to realize one or two views on videos. That is not indicative oh, of my yeah. ratings. That's just because I've never mentioned YouTube to anybody, and YouTube is just yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. there. So yeah, my ratings are not one or two listeners per show. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. No, anyways. Yeah, mine is. Uh, m- mine's the same way. There's be. There's, there's, I think there's some that's like maybe three or four thousand views on on some videos, and that others are like one or two, but yeah, that's, that's the same reason. I don't promote the YouTube as much as I should. Um, but starting with the questions for you, big shrimp, and I'm trying to power through this, um, as quickly as possible, not quickly, but as easiest as possible. So I don't normally write questions. I, because for me, it's hard and I don't think it's real, but when I came to you for this concept was like, look, we have to write the questions out because we know, One, how good of an answer we are and how good of a question asker we are preparing so we can go back to when we're not when we're not prepared with questions versus when we are. And I think um, from 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 a couple of weeks ago, I think it showed that you were better um, without the questions because you couldn't really you didn't really know where to go in the questions. So, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I reading through the script. Going. It's dry. It's dry. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's a challenge. So, here we go. Question number one is: You grew up in a biracial household. You grew up with a white mother and then a Lao father. So How dare parents, you? Biracial to this? Your parents divorced when you were young. So, and I wonder. Because sometimes you'll you'll text a group and you'll be like, "Hey, look what I'm eating today! It's a lot of rice." So I wonder, living with because you lived with your mom, did she kind of let you live out that Asian culture, or was she like, "Hey, you have to eat this," or was it just something you craved? Uh, Very interesting question. So, yeah, I in our in our little group chat, it's a group of us. I send out. We all send. Various at various times, food photos I send the most. Uh, I'm a fat ass, so, and a lot no. of it does contain rice. Uh, rice is my heart of a choice. I will eat bread sometimes or a sandwich, but I love rice. That I guess it's Asian in me now. So growing up, my mom, my parents divorced when I was five, and in Laos, at northeastern Thailand, Isan Thailand, you have a thing called sticky rice. And um you literally you ball it up in your fingers and you eat it with your hands instead of with a fork or spoon. And sticky rice is not the same as sushi rice at all. Two different things. But um uh so anyway so my dad made sticky rice a lot. And my mom loved it. She loved sticky rice. And so my mom bought the allow utensils and the uh, necessities to make sticky rice. So I continued to make that off and on, not all the time, but periodically throughout my life growing up. And so, um, and she still used it to this day. Now, my dad was always. Um, In the restaurant business, he was the head chef, manager, co-owner of various restaurants, Japanese. And so eating fried rice and steamed rice, um, I ate that a lot when I was around him. Or it was sticky rice. And then outside the family in Nashville, uh, when I just see them every summer until I moved in with them later on, um, it was always rice, rice, rice. So I've had rice the majority of my life, and my mom— uh sometimes we just make regular right stovetop rice, like white rice or whatever to eat with something. But I said all that to say this, <laughs> my mom was not strict on what I ate necessarily. Obviously she did most of the cooking. And so we ate whatever she made. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I became more culturally aware I went overboard with my loud culture, and I think it kind of hurt her feelings, my stepdad's feelings. Made her feel like I was ashamed of my whiteness. Certainly not the case. God bless America. I'm so proud to be here and to be an American, especially now that we've got decency in the White House. We were going to record a whole diatribe about politics, but we decided, you know, let's not alienate anybody from listening. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, that's, that's a long answer. It could have been shorter, but yeah. When for, Okay, real quick. I'm going to give our background real quick because a lot of people may just be tuning in for the first time. So I know Big Shrimp here um, through a friend we'll call Sarah. And so what happened was I had her on a podcast. And then he reached out to me and was like, "Hey, that was a cool podcast. You like Bobby Bones' show?" And I was like, "Yes." That and is so not how it happened. Was, he, he, that's, that's how it happened. A, then you no, came. Hang he on, reached Sarah, out to me. You because you called a tattoo. Yes, I understand. But at first, I had, I had Sarah on, and then you reached out to me and thought I was being a dick because I just gave him a one-worded answer. Now. Now, you called into the show and said, hey, Bobby, I'm going to get a tattoo. Then you wound up getting it. Then I asked you to do the podcast, and here we are. So my question is, when I came to you with an opportunity to produce your show and put it on my production company, what was your first reaction or thought? Uh, I was all for it because I'd been wanting to do a podcast for a while and I didn't know how to do it. I've been telling all kinds of folks my plans for the last two years before you and I met. i told several people, hey, you guys are in Nashville. There's crazy talent. They're not signed. I'm going to do this thing where I bring them onto the podcast to interview them. And um, people thought, yeah, that's going to be a cool idea. And um, initially I did a video thing. Uh, one of our mutual friends, I'll say her name, Brittany, I went to her house, stayed with her for a few days, and um, in Nashville, and to the camcorder, I bought a camcorder and bought a uh, comic and all kinds of stuff, and went and set up in this coffee house um, in downtown Nashville, it's got an awesome background and ambiance and everything, the atmosphere is amazing. I had several artists and ended up uh, not even it to put up. Then my thing got stolen with my uh, SD cards. And so that delayed it a while. But once you and I got to know each other and the opportunity came about to do the podcast, I was all in. I was like, hell yeah, that's what I want to do. And uh, here we are. Literally, it would not be I, without you. I would have probably figured it out eventually. Excuse me. But, yeah, I don't think it would have happened without you. I don't want to go down a dark turn, but I was just thinking about this this morning today because my mom had a friend whose um, mother passed away, and it happened to be she passed away on her birthday. And it got me thinking – Would you much rather die on just a random day, or would you like to die on your birthday, the day you came in? You know what's interesting about that question is uh, I always feel like dying on a birthday or a holiday is the worst because, um, I don't know, it's just a time we should be celebrating. Now, I... uh, I remember when we went to bury my stepdad in 2010 in Newport, Tennessee, at the family cemetery over there, Uh, me and one of my uncles and some of us were walking around looking at various tombstones and comparing the dates. And there were a lot of dead motherfuckers whose birthdays and death days weren't but like a week apart. And it's really weird and eerie to me. Like my stepdad died uh, like a week into two, uh, nine days before his birthday. So, it's interesting. But, no, I feel like it should just be a random day. If I had to choose uh, in the middle of the year. What's the most scared you've ever been in your life? Uh... Man, when I used to get in trouble in school growing up and I'd ask them to go home and get a spanking, I was scared. I was so, I was so scared of spankings I you'd think I was going to the electric chair. But I think the most scared I've been in my life, it's a toss-up. Uh, between three situations. One, when I found out there was a warrant out for my arrest, and I'd go turn myself into jail. Luckily, my friend Matt Cannon, uh, called me down and walked me through the whole process and drove me second time myself in. Turned out not being nearly as bad as I thought it was. Uh, the second time would be... Uh, actually, I'll just toss up between two things. Um, so my mom never calls me at nighttime anymore. Uh, once she goes to bed, and once she's in bed, she's in bed. Well, lately, mm-hmm. in the last month, there's been like three different times well, she's called me past nine p.m. Actually, she did this a few months ago when a, a my childhood pastor passed away, and it freaked me out. She called me and said, "Eric, something bad's happened," and she told me. And, it, and right when you hear that, and it's like nine thirty, you know she doesn't call at nighttime. My heart just sunk, and fear just like paralyzed me. But uh, it, it got worse once she told me. Um, between the pastor dying and, and then my baby knees burning her foot a while back. Um, God, I cried and cried over both of those. And, yeah. So that would be it. Uh, it's more fearfulness for other people than myself. Mm. It's not podcasting. Well, I can't. I guess I can answer if you weren't doing a podcast right now, what would you be doing? But I think I know the answer, but I don't think they do. I'd be doing porn, man. <laughs> You'd be the next uh Ron Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got the equipment, dude. <laughs> <I'll be honest. laughs> no, <you're> you know <laughs> what? I don't know. That's just a good question. I would uh uh for the people that don't know, for the last few years I've struggled with my health, with my legs and walking. Um uh, hopefully that'll clear up in the near future, but and what what I'm probably doing, which is by the way, it's not impossible for me to do now while I do the podcast, is um uh, mm-hmm commentating at a local independent wrestling company uh, being a commentator or working in that capacity. I don't know. I'm also in school right now, uh, part-time, actually full-time, but it feels like part-time compared to before. I guess because I'm not living on campus, but I'm in uh, online school for, uh, uh, I'll just tell you that, but, I don't know how to, what do you think they'd be doing? Doing what you're doing now, just not doing a podcast. Oh. Yeah, I would have probably found a way to I would have probably done the video thing then. Yeah, I'd probably bought another camcorder, another microphone and went out to uh be going back to Nashville and doing videos, uh, in person. Probably what about I'd be doing? Who was your biggest dream guest for the podcast? Um, Man, there's been a couple of folks. Uh, Excuse me. I'm going to mute this so I can cough. I'm that lame. I'm that lame. one of them is Karen Waldrop. Karen Waldrop okay. is an independent artist. Um, tons of videos on YouTube and Facebook. Some of that I've been watching for years. And I thought, oh my God, I've got to have her on. Um, it took a lot of talking to her people before she finally came on, not because she didn't trust me, but she's just so busy. Um Another one is a girl that's not been on this podcast. She was on video. and Some of that, I just adore her voice. Somebody who I feel like if the right person heard her, she would be uberly famous overnight. Her name is Sarah Avalos. And I've got to get a podcast, but she's very busy also. but I did her in person on video. Um, and I've had a lot of cool people, like Alice Snow was cool, other wrestlers. Yeah. But it... Um, with my background in the wrestling business, I I rode in a car with uh, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk before they were who they are before they WWE, and uh, you know rep Mr. Wrestling number two helped train me. Uh, Ricky Warner, Rock and Roll Express, did Cash, I slept at his house, been in his house or his apartments a few of them. I mean, so you know, I the whole wrestling thing I was jaded by it didn't really mean much. It meant Stuff to me, but not as much to me as it would to somebody who never got to talk to wrestlers. Um, and not to mention the madness that's beat out of me literally early on. So, uh, between those two, and uh, I got to have on uh, Gumby aka Price is a Lawrence rapper. No, no, you're not, you're not understanding my question. I w- who is a, a dream guest you want to have on your pockets, but you know you're never going to get? Oh. Bobby Bones. Oh, wow. well, I should have known that. All right. Next question. Uh, well, I mean, he could come on. I don't know, but he's so weird about things. I'm looking at my wall that's dedicated to him. Yeah. Bobby Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you've ever learned in life, whether it be personal, physical, you know, family or business? Uh, You wouldn't know it, by the way, I'm late all the time, which I really need to work on, but the value of time, value of time, especially after I watch my stepdad die. Yeah, the value of time. And, you know, I was listening to a clip the other day of, uh, of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson being interviewed by Larry King. And he's one of my heroes, by like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if anybody doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Larry King and him were talking about death. And Larry King was like, I'd have to live forever. And Neil deGrasse Tyson said, I wouldn't. And he said, because if you live forever and life becomes meaningless, what's keeping you from laying in the bed in the morning and just laying in bed for 40 years, you know, the fact that you know you got an expiration date should drive you to want to get up and make the best out of life and make memories and, and do things. And it, it, it assigns a value to everything that you do. And I got to say in my clothes, which I got to write down cause I can't do it while I'm looking at the phone here. But uh, our tomorrows are never guaranteed. And for some of us, we got less of them left than we do yesterday's. And it is so true. And none of us know exactly how much time we got left. And so the value of a second is, uh, in my opinion, uh, worth 10 pounds of gold. So, and even more than that, because I might only have five seconds so left to live. You know? Mm hmm. Hmm. What's your favorite book you've ever read? Because, you know, one of my dreams is to own my own library. Just have this big room full of shelves full of books because that's that's one of my favorite things to do is read. And I know I know you like to read, but you don't get to read as much. Um just like you have time and you're behind on everything. So whatever. Well, uh, yeah, but what's your I favorite mean, book I don't you've ever, ever seen, read? But, um I'm behind on everything, but I've got i probably got a couple thousand books. Um, I've got cases and cases and cases and cases of books. The Quran, uh, I just want to say non-religious. I'm just going to say this real quick. Um, I think it's so beautiful about the Quran is there's many things about it that are beautiful, but... Um, all but two chapters opens up with bismillah rahman al-rahim. That means, in the name of God, the most merciful, the most gracious. And when you stop to think about the mercifulness and the graciousness of God, it's, wow. Because I know I'm not worthy or deserving of that love or that compassion or that grace. But um, non-religious, both of Bobby's books are really good. Uh, I'm a biography kind of guy. Barack Obama's book, I just read uh, his new one, or Mick Foley's book, How Would I Stay," his first one. But it's really good. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. I never enjoyed it when I was in school, but I read it when I got out of school and actually enjoyed it. didn't have to write about it, do an assignment with it. Diary Van Frank, same vein. Uh, I don't know. Probably those. Yeah, you and me, we're alike with the books. We like the memoir, biography type of books, which is weird because uh, I read certain fiction books depending on A, who wrote it, and B, how many people have told me to read it? I'll so, say this. I'm I'm not a fiction guy at all, but there are two fiction books I, wrote, I read. I didn't love them, just because I'm not a fiction guy, but i actually committed to reading them. And they were both by T.I., my favorite rapper. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you and know, I are, like, when it comes to biographical books. All right. Last question for you here. I'm on the 10 10 already. That's 10 already. That's 10 already. Go back through them after this. I'm going to make sure it's 10. I don't feel like 10. (laughs) 10. What are your plans? What are your plans for the future? Okay. um, For the brand and for your personal. All right. Um, for the Big Shrimp Radio brand, I want to grow this to the point that, um, uh, I'm able to help artists that are really grinding it out in Nashville. I'd like to maybe just type of produce or, or produce. I could maybe, and this is in down the road future, develop a, uh, record label and sign some of these folks. And, uh, the record deals, but uh, um, I want to be able to help folks that are really grinding it out in Nashville that don't have a chance otherwise to really be able to make it. I'd like to uh, be able to, I got to figure out the laws and the logistics, but have an actual radio station online that plays these people's songs. Uh, over and over again. I see you on the regular radio on, on on your car, as far as the brand is concerned. Uh, you keep popping your hands. Uh, religiously, I'll go ahead and say, I'm, I'm going to an Islamic school online, studying uh, Islam, and... Uh, for the folks that are going to listen, that listen, heard me say F-words and G-Ds, I'm not perfect. Allah knows it. Master is forgiveness and seek it. And I'm trying to work on my cursing. But uh, I have this whole grand vision of becoming a chef, which is like a, a scholar, uh, a renowned – not renowned, but like a leader in the Islamic community, Hodge. And I want to mm-hmm. – because uh, I speak a fluently, and I'm learning Arabic, Be able to be a Laos Sheikh and uh, help bring the Laos people to Islam. Uh, they've already got two mosques there. I want to expound upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I want to partner with urban communities in the United States where poor Black and Hispanic people live. And I want to do this mentorship type program where you may feel like you're in the hood and you've got no other opportunity. You were born to a crackhead mother. Your dad's been shot and killed. Your uncles are in prison for life. Your older brother's out gangbanging or drug dealing. You feel like you got nowhere else to turn but the hood. I want to be able to go to those types of folks, and I want to be able to partner them up with successful black and Hispanic entrepreneurs, politicians, or just leaders and say, hey, this is a positive role model you can look up to. You know, I don't understand everything in black culture or uh Latino culture. You know, I don't but you know what this guy he does, he understands a lot more than I do. And you you know, you may not have anybody else to look up to, but he can help mentor you. And I want to do this thing called hood reform and really help work in the ghettos and, and turn these ghettos around to where, because they call it the trap. And I don't want folks to feel like they're yeah. trapped all their life. I want to be able to turn things around and uh, hopefully uh, rely those folks into this mom as well. So those are my two dreams uh, with my life. Well... well. That's <laughs> it. I'm back these ten questions. All right, and let's go back to one, it. One, two, three. All right. Well, they're, they're not going to be in order because I just jumped around on here. Um. So. All right, well, I'll remember first, what you didn't ask. Okay, so. first, 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 thing we talked about was um, parents, divorce, childhood, how were you raised, etc. Okay. Then we talked about the biggest lesson you learned in life. Your favorite book you've ever read. Would you much rather die on a random day or on your birthday? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The first reaction to thought when I came to you about you and your podcast. Okay. Your dream guest. Okay. Scared you've ever been. If you were not podcasting, what would you be doing? Okay. Okay. Plans for the future. Mm -hmm. And then this last one was not asked, but you talked about it, so I I didn't think there was any need to ask it, was you're going to school now. How are you juggling that and the podcast? And you already explained that you were doing school Tuesdays and Thursdays and doing the podcast the rest of the days. Any questions? Yeah, well, also the podcast uh, right now, I stay busy on that. Uh, right, two weeks recording a uh, a batch of episodes. They get sent over to you through Jared, one of the shrimpers, one of our fellow shrimpers,
1: uh,
0: or Hodgers. And, uh, uh, and then those, they go up once a week. Then you and I only record once a week our sample cast. So then I have a lot of time in between recording. Um, uh, yeah, uh, school is Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, five hours each day. Um, so, and it's online. Yeah. Well, look, we're only 45 minutes into this thing. Let's say we uh, uh, buckle up for another 15 minutes to give these people a good hour. Um, what well, we promise each week a good hour. Talk talking about what? Um, first, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you my Kroger water. I just finished reading this book and I want this lady to come on the podcast so bad. I've tried to hit up her her publishing company and I've gotten over Instagram and Twitter. The book is called Maid and it's about the story of this lady, it's a true story about this single mother And she's broke. She's poor. Her mother doesn't want anything to do with her. Her dad dad can't afford to have her live with him. And her her abusive ex-boyfriend is in and out of the picture, keeping a kid. And she makes like four dollars an hour. Being a maid to different people, cleaning other people's houses and going to school at the same time. And the book is absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely flawless. so, yeah, that's a book that I definitely recommend reading. Also, with a crawdad sing. I was not going to read this book because it was a chick flick book. But my good friend Brooklyn, thanks, Brooke, for um, bringing the book to my attention and reading it. It is probably one of the best, um, one of the best books I've read in a very, very long time. Nice. Never heard of it. Um uh... <laughs> Sounds interesting. I'm going to clarify something real quick. Earlier I said going to jail wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. That doesn't mean it's pleasant, and it doesn't mean I enjoyed it or that I ever want to go back. Well, so are just so we're clear. But, anyways, uh, yeah, it's an interesting book. I've read a book recently. Uh, well, Dreyard's uh, book, uh, Slaughter Knocker. And Under the Black Hat, both by Jim Ross, a legendary wrestling commentator. Uh, interesting. Those books. books did not take long to read at all. Those books, I No, he, he's, he's a natural storyteller. He's a good storyteller. They were entertaining. He's hilarious as it is. And this story about Vince McMahon uh, speeding in a car, that, that cracked me up. I l mm-hmm. l. <laughs> uh, Man, that's who like that I have on a podcast i will never happen to Vince McMahon. Uh, he doesn't have to do any kind of interviews like that, does he? Not really. He does the conference calls where you can call in and if you're like a uh wrestling news type person. But he um uh, yeah. I did meet him once. I met him once uh backstage with Freedom Hall. Came to town and uh, I think it was a SmackDown, and I snuck into the back and I said, "Mr. McMahon, I'm a huge fan. of love your, I love what you, what you do. Love what you've done, the business." Shook my hand and said, "Who are you?" I told him, and uh, I knew a couple <laughs> of the guys that were working the show because they were indie workers and they were doing dark matches then. And word yeah. got around that God, dude, that's wild Word got around that uh, I was intrigued by the Mr. McMahon Kiss My Ass Club And while we were shaking hands She pulled me in and said You want to join? I said, no, sir No, sir And he uh, said, ha, ha All right, pal and he slapped you on the back and just walked on. So, that was that. I wonder if I would have said well, yes, if he would have called me out uh, into the middle of the ring to do it. I doubt it, but... I doubt it. There's a lot of legal issues that go along with that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, look. We're done with the podcast. I don't know what else right, It's we're not going been an on hour, hour yet. You just, you just said we're going to do an hour. Now, listen, Hodge, if there's anything All right. thing I do preach, it's just consistency. And you, you know that. Come up with something to talk about, then. Come up with something to talk All about. All right, let's talk about something. For the day. This right here, this is called a tuk-tuk. It's got three wheels. They have these in Laos and Thailand. And they're called tuk-tuks because when they how they sound, and people ride them all the time in Southeast Asia. I got a bottle of one. I sit it on my desk. Hey, are you a fan of like King Kong or Godzilla by chance? No, never got into that stuff as a child. I'm telling you, dude. Once I discovered pro wrestling, I didn't care for any superheroes. I didn't care for any. Action stuff, comic books. I I, I was obsessed so, with pro wrestling. That's a bass in me, right? No, no, it's not. It's because I no, like all it, that stuff besides comic books. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, I, I have this obsessive personality <clears throat> I always have to where I find something I like, I just go all in. And what I did with wrestling early on. Dude, I, I hate this angle that I have to sit at with my iPad here. But uh, we're going to get it fixed. If you want to watch a superhero movie, I can give you one that is going to not blow your mind because you haven't really watched them, but that would make you very interested in superheroes. I just saw two things. But, but go ahead. Okay. I mean, I mean, the movie. First, I have like two movies to tell you about. First, you need to watch the Avengers. That you don't really Not have interested. to understand anybody else's backstory. But this is the whole point. If you're going to watch Iron Man, the Avengers is Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, Hulk. I know I mean, it's, it's overstimulating. There. It's overstimulating. It's got. It's like eating a chocolate cake that has <laughs> ice cream and it has candy bars, it has chocolate syrup, whipped Dude, cream. that sounds gross. It's got – I've seen these, though, and it's got all this stuff, and it's just overload. It's overstimulating because you – you know. All right.
1: But, okay. I'll, I'll I'm going to stop trying.
0: Go no, ahead. You, I'm you, going to stop fine. trying with you're my fine, superhero man. knowledge. It's not. Listen to you. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. There's go ahead. Two, two movies that came to mind when you said superheroes. Uh, and it takes me back to when I lived with my dad in Boone, North Carolina, in eighth grade. He bought a movie called The Unbreakable. I think it has Samuel L. Jackson in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that right or no? It you a right, right. Unbreakable. Anyways, it was very sci-fi-ish, and I don't understand it. I watched it like 20 times, never understood it. No, I did. But the movie just came to my mind when you mentioned movies. The other movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. A movie I said you've got to watch besides Dead Man on Campus, which you still haven't watched, but... There's another one. It's not a comedy. It's a drama. And it's got Morgan Freeman in it. And uh, it is called A Long Came a Spider. Came a Spider. I've watched it. Good movie, man. They had different elements of different fantasies I had early on when I was younger. Not kidnapping anybody. Not committing crimes to be remembered (laughs) by. (laughs) But the whole being yeah. able to like, put on a, a fake face and fake fingertips and the whole the whole type thing that guy did was really cool to me. Uh, yeah, that movie is uh, crazy. What, but what I don't understand is the hype for the movie Silence of the Lambs. I, I didn't really care. for. I, I kind of thought that movie was a little boring. In in my honest opinion, I didn't really find it the greatest horror movie ever made. I kind of think that's a long stretch. It's not that good, honestly. I never saw it. I'm not into horror movies. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's not. It's another thing. I don't know why they consider it a horror movie. It's not real. It's more of a crime mystery. You're trying to oh. figure out who. It, it's it's weird. I don't know. It's it yeah. But I am a. I'm gonna sit down tomorrow, I think, and uh I'm gonna to try to watch the first episode of uh, Heaven's Gate on HBO Max. The yeah. documentary about the, the cult because that's another reason, but that's another thing ahead. you and I have in common is our shared interest in cults and that type of stuff. Um uh, I wish we'd watch Ted Man on Campus. It's such a good movie. Let me tell you what if i can i'll try to find it on this on, on on the movies that i get access to to do the movie reviews if i can't find it there i will go to like um i'm pretty sure like apple has it or something i can rent it for like a dollar 99 or something so um uh, I'm, I'm sure they do how like it? Yeah, and we'll come on the next simulcast and talk about it. No, let's not because it's too graphic and dirty, and I don't want to. I'm really trying to clean myself up. You can watch it, but I don't want to talk about it. What if I want to talk about it? Because the next one's mine. Well, you can talk about it. I mean, that's fine. But Okay, then. Well, don't tell me what I can and can't talk about. Right. It's not you'll... your show, it's mine. I think I think you'll enjoy it. I do think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, you know who won the pony? Mark Paul, Gosselier, 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 whatever his name is. You guys really well with that movie. Really well. Well, look, I'm running out of stuff talking about. We've hit that hour mark. Um, Wait a minute. Next week we're going to come. Next week we're going to come. I'm not done yet. Next week we're gonna come more prepared, gonna have it gonna have a good gonna have a good chat because we're not doing the top ten anymore for, for a little bit. Um, so we're gonna have some more stuff to talk about next week. This this was this was just a pain of the neck type of bad day for the podcast for some reason. Couldn't get our equipment working. Oh God. It was well, it was fed up. What are you doing? What are you it pulling happens. up? That happens. Listen folks, I hardly ever do this. One of my very gorgeous friends. Yeah, Jesus Christ. In Nashville. Um, and friend of the podcast. She just joined a thirty club. She just turned thirty years old. So first of all, to Elise Happy, happy birthday. So dude, that sounds 35. creepy when you say my gorgeous yeah. friend, who was also on the podcast. Who is also oh Art, my god, he's also dude. Nashville, who's also trying to make right, it big. You, who this also. Dumb chick, right? I happen there's to have, this, a chick, right? who... I have a crush on her. Who... I don't have a crush on her. She's pretty. All right, y'all, y'all. Right, right, right. Yo, check it out, man. There's this chick. She plays at Nashville. Her name is Ali. She just turned 30 years old. She's got an uh, EP. Uh,. That Jeep. Pretty cool song. Check it out. Uh, personalized photo she Jamie. Uh, no, in all seriousness, she is a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of the... Man, you're such a hater. And a friend of the podcast. <laughs> uh, and a very talented girl. When I mean, you see her live... She pours her heart and soul into her performances. Um, and Big Shrimp also that. likes her because she likes to wear mermaid costumes. Okay, you see, I don't wear mermaid costumes. <laughs> now, I knew you'd wear to some mermaid things. I didn't say I you. Like, I didn't say you wear them. I didn't say you wear them. You didn't listen. I said she also wears mermaid costumes on stage, which is why Big Shrimp goes to listen. Okay, at least it's not wear mermaid costumes. Although, if she were to wear one, I'd be very intrigued. I'd be very intrigued if she did. Um, (laughs) What's your favorite Disney movie, The Little Mermaid? Beauty and the Beast. You know they're they're turning that into an actual movie, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of scared to see what you're going to do. Beauty and the Beast, uh, Lion King. I was joking, dude. I was joking. You don't have to go to all your Disney movies. I was joking. Well, we're already there. We might as well continue. Beauty and, Beast, oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. The Lion King. and, and... Rude. Rude. I, I didn't do that when we were talking about superheroes, although I felt like. <laughs> Can you cut me off? All right, that's one A and one B, okay? What, what is your favorite Disney movie? I'm just... Oh, The Lion King. Without a doubt. Number one. Easy. Number two? Uh, uh, probably Tarzan. Interesting. Hey, man. Hey, uh, I'm more a fan I of know, man. The I like, Jungle. Yeah, I, I like the like the old Robin Hoods and the old Fox and the Hounds. Uh, no, those movies just cry. cry. Disney has this weird yeah, thing where they good. F up children's emotions. They put so many sad elements in these movies that makes you want to cry. Don't make a grown man cry. Imagine what they do to a child, a fox and a hound. Man. Dude, I was going to tell you – I was going to tell you that I was – we were thinking of Disney movies, and I was sitting there thinking – you ever watched Holes with uh, Shia LaBeouf? No. In it? No, oh, I had to read that book in school, got and I hated me, that book so much. Hang on. That got me thinking about Shia LaBeouf, and I remember you sent me that link, and it said Shia LaBeouf movie trending on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan. I got to go watch it. People – if you are a guy, this movie is not for you. If you are a single guy who has never had a kid, never watched a kid come out, never pushed a woman through labor, do not watch it, please. Oh, God, dude, yeah. my mic just broke. Did it really? But well, it just stayed on the YouTube also. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it just broke. It, and it, it broke it. it untwisted or something. It's come undone. done. So. Uh, interesting. Man, this this been is been a crap cast, show The show. Horrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. This <laughs> is not that great. Uh, all right, y'all. I'm going to uh, let Hodge do his clothes. I'm going to do mine. You know, Enjoy. You Enjoy. cry Enjoy. all the time. Frown What? Anyway. Enjoy and frown less. Over to you, madam. Uh, uh thank you, bitch. Uh, um, you better watch it, slut. Something about our tomorrows are never guaranteed. Some of us they have less than we <laughs> with yesterday's Life is a journey, and. I forgot the list. Whatever trauma, and struggle, pain, shame, guilt—all that negative stuff—lay it to the side and just set destiny. it aside. Live your life, live your truth, unapologetically. Aspire to inspire before you expire. Well, I've almost got the thing memorized. And as always, until next time, you're listening to Be Shrimp Radio and the Hodgepodge Podcast. Uh, you got a friend in us, and we are signing off.